Weekend Mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. Neil, we have to look back at uh, 2019, all media outlets do, the yes. last few days of the year. Shocking lack of imagination, <laughs> but why not? Let's do it. Let's look back at 2019, the highs, the lows, the things that really stood out to us, especially when it comes to Singapore. What's your list look like? Okay, well, I've picked out a few goods and a few bads. The good... I can sum up in two words and everything it represents. Greta Thunberg. Oh. That to me was one of the great things of 2019. I hope that okay. this will be the time that our children's generation will look mm. back at this year and say this was the turning point. I think it's wonderful that a 16-year-old girl has been named Time Magazine's Person of the Year because, using Time's words, she created a global attitudinal shift transforming millions of vague, middle-of-the-night anxieties into a worldwide movement calling for urgent change. Now, you have to remember, August 2018, she was this one girl who skipped school, right? You remember? She she stays at protest outside the Swedish parliament with a homemade placard (laughs) that read, I'm not going to read it in her own Swedish language, Mm. but it read in English, school strike for climate. Mm. Fast forward a year, and those school strikes for climate were global, everywhere, even Singapore. And we shouldn't overlook that, by the way. There was a nice protest held, a very positive protest held at Speaker's Corner, Honglin Park, all started by one teenage girl outside the Swedish parliament with one homemade placard. So that, to me, was the great change, the great positive of 2019. You know, within 16 months of that solitary one-person strike, she's met the heads of the UN, she's met the Pope... She did that wonderful viral meme where she glared at uh, (laughs) President Trump, which was wonderful. And then he bullied her. And then he bullied her, of course. (laughs) The great author, Margaret Atwood, compared her to Joan of Arc. That was the word I was looking for before. Climate strike has now gone into the lexicon. It is now in the Collins Dictionary after her idea. So that was the good. And let's move on from that. This year alone, this year alone, we've seen more places banning single-use plastics. Mm. You were saying off air, I think six hawker centers, is it? Another five. Five, five hawker centers. In the news today, yep. Are going to reduce, if not outright ban, their use of single-use for plastics. The, for the dine-in, not the yeah, takeaway. Yeah, of course, not for the, the dine-in. Out, unfortunately, we got to work on that too. But, so massive yeah. global shift towards climate change, climate danger, single-use plastics. And there were positive knock-on effects because of the changes we have made. Here's a good one. NASA said the planet from space is greener now than it was 20 years ago. Oh, is that right? Positive change. Iguanas were reintroduced to the Galapagos Islands after 184 years. Humpback whales have recovered from near extinction in the South Atlantic. A rare black leopard was spotted for the first time in nearly 100 years. Why am I focusing on animals so much? Because it shows a positive Mm. mindset shift towards our home, towards our planet, towards the environment. So those, those for me are the big positives. What about yourself? Yeah, I, th- I think the first and foremost, the idea of people sort of understanding that we have to really take climate change and our environment seriously. So I think, you know, looking at seeing the second Echo Bridge being built here in Singapore yep. for the animals, uh, like this is all, you know, very small scale when we think of no, but the global has to be village shift. upwards, right? Exactly. It's got to start somewhere. And, and in an era where big governments, we saw this at the recent Paris uh, Climate Accord talks, big governments, governments seem to be not willing to do anything. 
it's got to be these sort of grassroots or country up initiatives to at least acknowledge that the environment needs help and we can do something to help it. Yeah. So there's that against the, you know, the small things, the, the plastics and the single use straws and, and those sorts of things are great. Just last weekend, we had on uh, a gal from Zero Waste mm. Singapore who was, who was on and also uh, a fellow who's just started a $100 million fund uh, basically for recycling ocean, you know, plastic so it doesn't get in the ocean. Fantastic. So there, you know, there's some, and, and, Making not just the emotional case of why we need to get plastic out of the ocean, which we all know, but making the business case for it. So if you're not if you're not on board with the emotion of it, fine, get on board with the business Great sense point. of it. Right? Great point. Um, which ties in very briefly with the uh, the plant based alternatives to meat. If you can't get involved, I agree what you just had a hundred percent. If you're not interested in animal welfare or whatever. Just make a business model yeah. for it. You know, yeah. give people an alternative to meat so they can switch once in a while. I like that idea a lot, yeah. and that's what plant-based foods are now doing as well. So, and when we've seen to, to to that point, we've seen many more of the plant-based foods coming into Singapore now. Beyond too, me, which Impossible never Burger, had. corn. When I was in Australia, and this is an outright plug, I'm proud to say, <laughs> the Whopper. In Australia, the very week I was there has been has now has a plant based alternative. I put it on Instagram, Singapore Burger King, over to you. Hungry yeah. Jacks has done it. That's the franchise for yeah. Burger King in Australia. Yeah. Why not give people the alternative? Just give people the alternative. I think people are moving that direction very very quickly, and so hopefully we'll see as at least when it comes to the environment. Now this other thing you know that that I, I've noticed in recent years is the the populism. Across many countries, yeah, that is Singapore too. That is driving some changes, or at least driving discussions. And in some places, I think it hasn't been a po- positive, in my opinion, a positive force for good. But in others, at least it's getting people engaged yeah. in, in their governments, in their issues. Um, you know, you look at some of the obvious ones like Brexit or immigration in the U.S. or whatever. At least it's getting people talking and getting people re-engaged with their governments. Now, how this all plays out, we'll have to see. Yeah. Um, but um, and across Latin America, Central, South America as well. Absolutely. And closer to home. Unfortunately, sometimes you need extreme examples of things. As you rightly say, we've had a shift towards right-wing politics in major countries, which is seeing the rise of youth activism almost as a rebound to that. Slightly different, but similar outcome in Singapore, unfortunately, in the last year, 18 months, but particularly in the last year, a terrible, shocking rise in sexual harassment cases Mm. on university campuses, college campuses. I suspect it's not so much a spike as it is younger, braver young women coming out and speaking out. I don't think sexual harassment is new. I just think the difference is that the dynamic shift is people are speaking out and quite rightly. And as a response to that, it's genuinely uplifting as a father myself to to a young person, a young woman, that young students have rallied around the victims of sexual harassment. They've spoken and the demand for change, which should have been, let's frankly, orchestrated from above, has come from below, from the students themselves saying, particularly young female students, enough. I should be able to take a shower without worrying that some young pervert is going to stick a phone camera up the the cubicle. Likewise, on the MRT, I shouldn't have to worry about people molesting me or going on an escalator and Mm, worrying about mm, upskirting mm. photos. That's been, and that sounds weird, but that's been a a, a real positive for me. 
this sort of spike and not only youth activism, as you mentioned, but also female youth activism is very, very important, you know, speaking out against these very misogynistic issues in what, in let's be honest, in Singapore has been traditionally a very patriarchal society. I think that's a wonderful positive for this year. One final thing I'll just mention and, and is we both go to a lot of conferences and, and we see a lot of panel discussions and the rise in the number of highly qualified women panelists and speakers yeah. has really grown a lot in the past year especially and is being recognized now as absolutely and appropriately the way forward. Um, and finally, you know, you're, you're, you're hearing what the other half of the planet thinks about things. Yeah. Uh, for so many decades, this idea of the mantle, you know, a, a panel with oh, only God. men. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm guilty of having been on many of them over the years. Yeah, of course. Um, but now conference organizers are taking a look and, and they're finally deciding, wait a minute, we need to even out. We need to get more um, voices of distinction, voices of color, gender, whatever, on panels, at conferences, um, as keynote speakers and things like that. So I've seen that in the sort of public speaking field, which I think is absolutely appropriate and, and, and the right way forward. Good point. And to turn that panel manual discussion upside down, I have been on manuals. I love that phrase, manual panels, yeah. where we have talked about issues that male panels traditionally didn't talk about. I've been involved with a podcast, conference, and we had a speaker here from Esquire magazine talking about male mental health issues. Mm. Now, I'm not saying it's a it's it's just a male domain. Of course, females have, women have uh, mental health issues. No one is disputing that. But traditionally, again, in a patriarchal society, men have been extremely reluctant to speak up about mental health issues, which is no coincidence that in the countries that are conservative, more patriarchal, the male suicide rate is also much higher. In this year, I believe there's been a real positive development in men speaking up and initiatives and projects and panels and conferences in Singapore following other countries' uh, path towards you know, tackling this social taboo and acknowledging that mental health shouldn't be the stigma it is. It's not a male weakness. It's not a sign of, you know, you're you're less of a man or whatever. It's something we should talk about. That's been a big, big positive for me in 2019. I've been involved personally with these panels and I think it's been great. That's great. So we do have, um, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of a lot of stuff there before are a lot we get of, to there, the bad. <laughs> there are a lot of issues that need to be solved. Let's be honest. You know, there, there are a lot of urgent issues that we have to tackle as a society, as, as a country. But there, there are positive steps being taken yeah. in many of these. So I think that's good. Very good. Yeah. But now we've got to do the bad. Okay, a couple of quick bad ones. Oh, I right. thought we had already covered the bad. No, I, well, I haven't. Mine was all positive. <laughs> I was Mr. Positive on this side of the panel. Okay, I'll be quick. Uh, okay. Okay, I'll be quick. I just read a very interesting story that on December the 11th, two <laughs> things happened that sum up the state of the planet. I'm stealing this from something I read online. Okay. One, Greta Thunberg was named Time Magazine Person of the Year. Right. Fantastic. On the same day, December the 11th, Saudi Aramco, Saudi Arabia's state-owned oil company mm. and the largest producer of crude oil in the world, had the biggest initial public offering on record, raising more than $25 billion and ending its first day of trading with a valuation of $1.88 trillion. If ever two events on the same day 
could stand up, could sum up the polarised nature of our planet, right. it's that. Yeah. Thunberg, standing up, got to move away from fossil fuels, this, that and the other. And the market's embrace of the company with the single largest carbon footprint <laughs> in the world, oh, no. same day. So what's my bad? My bad is that in 2019, I think the echo chambers of the planet mm. were more polarised than ever. That, I, rather than just focus on one specific issue like Brexit, Trump, carbon footprints, to me, they all come under the same broad banner, which is our echo chambers have screamed at each other like never before with no positive breakthrough on either side. They're both deeply entrenched with your left, right, red, blue, mm. you know, Tory, Labour, this, that, you know, Singapore government, Singapore opposition. You know, we just scream and we rage about Brexit, about echo chambers, about e-scooters, which I'll get to in a minute, yep. about climate change, about everything, about Star Wars, literally, <laughs> about... But we shout, yeah. but there's not much listening. Yeah. So again, if I want to try and turn this echo chamber negative into a positive, it's very simple, one word, listen. Mm. If there's anything that was bad about 2019 because of the explosion of digital media, social media and so on, these screaming, raging echo chambers that just don't listen to each other. Mm. They're too busy shouting, right? Republican, Democrat, Labour, Tory, shout less, listen more. Yeah. Know? Well, and of course, we have to get rid of the fake news out of there too and the you know the the untruths online that have been promulgated by many different places too so we'll work on that have you got any bads i, th I think my bad is just concern over the climate because yeah. i think i think we're i think we're getting to a point where we're getting to the point of no return yes and i have this discussion with my kids all the time Same. and and they're almost resigned to it they're yeah. like eh, yeah it's going to be what it's going to be and i'm like no we you know we can still maybe do something about it um, and so to see that that sense of resignation in them bothers me. Uh, you know, contrary to Greta Thunberg and some of the yeah, others, yeah, yeah, I get it. Really I get fighting. It. I think there is a sense for a lot of young people that we're doomed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to no, go one way. It's unfortunate. And, and to wrap it know. up, to wrap it up, good, the bad, and the ugly. After the movie, one ugly, but it's, I'm going to give it a positive spin at the end. Okay, let's do it. I could do this in one word. You, you're going to agree with me on this. E-scooters. Oh, uh, yes. That was our overwhelming ugly, I think, on this show in 2019. I had an incident yeah. on Christmas Eve, of all places. Oh, really? I'd been back in Singapore less than 12 hours. I was in a good mood. I was walking across the Compass One at Senkang. I had my earphones on. I was listening to Christmas songs. You know, I had my darling love, so I was in a good mood. This guy, and he wasn't a food delivery guy. Not that that makes it any better, but he raced past me, conservative estimate, 25, 30 kilometers an hour on a place he shouldn't be, on a place that after January the 1st will be a criminal offense, can be fined for it. He races past me. And because I got the headphones on, I forgot how loud I am. I shouted, slow down. <laughs> he, honestly, now looking back, when I told my wife, Glenn, it's funny, and you'll probably laugh. He, he stood up on his e scooter and wiggled his backside at me. <laughs> <laughs> Which now I can laugh at. What are you, a baboon? You know, he wiggled his backside at me as a form of, like, youthful protest. So because it irritated me, I shouted at him again, and this time I added a naughty word before it, which I shouldn't have done. Something bleep slowed down. Then he gave me the middle finger. But then he's real. So, and I was actually jogging. I was, I was running. Not, not chasing him, but I was just running, running. Yeah. And I had my vest and shorts on, and I upped my pace a little bit. 
which made him slightly nervous. Actually, the tall Angmore might be giving chase here. <laughs> so then he floored it even faster. He must be maximising his speed now. He shot across the, 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 the crossing, the pedestrian crossing at the traffic lights. And he's, Glenn, he is zigzagging around children, around elderly, because he now thinks I'm, the Angmore might be chasing right. him. So I shouldn't have done it. But it was, again, what we just talked about, <laughs> silence, complicity. <laughs> Nobody else said anything, yeah, which yeah. makes me angry. I'm like, guys, I'm, I'm sort of... I've got this saviour complex, you know. I'm trying to do something positive here for the community. Help me out. You know, you have to also tell him to stop, slow down. And so when he doesn't, I shout again, bleep, bleep, slow down, which then makes me look aggressive because I'm shouting bad language at a set, you know, with families. And I regretted that after and I apologise for that. But he went across the road, wiggled his backside at me again whilst giving me the middle finger. So he's riding one-handed, middle finger with the other hand, Wiggling backside. I mean, that's, it, this guy should be in Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> he should be an acrobat. And I gave up the chase. So uh, my e-scooter point is this. We let it go far too long. Yeah. If we'd have just had a little bit better civic behavior, mm. if we'd have had a, bit, a little better urban planning, we didn't need to re- reach this feast or famine attitude where it was – too much excess oh, nothing. leads to all-out ban. Yeah. So that was my ugly, really. But it, look, I saw I saw the world's best acrobat in action. You know, <laughs> give him, give him a, get him off the scooter and take him to Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> but yes, so from January the first, he won't be able to do it anymore, will he? No, thankfully, I have to say, and I, not that we're not totally, you know, have feelings for the e-scooter the, delivery guys. The initiative is a good one. You know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a eco-friendly, lower footprint, carbon footprint form of transport. The initiative is actually a good one. Mm, Just mm. use it properly. That's the message for 2020. Use it properly. All right. There we go. That's our good and our bad of 2019. Looking forward to 2020 here on Weekend Mornings on Money FM. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.